The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carla Swanigan Ministries. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace. I'm Carla Swanigan, and this is the show where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I'm so glad you're joining us today on the show. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of God's goodness. And that is one of my favorite topics is talking about the goodness of God but I think it's um, important for us to just sometimes take a real look at the fact of how powerful his goodness in our lives really is and how it affects other people. And really, um, for me, I've noticed the Lord's been showing me lately that it really is a contagious fire in my life um, to draw people to him and to attract people to him. And that's that's a call that I have in my life. That's something that I'm passionate about is being someone that attracts people to Jesus, to the true heart of the Father. So I'm I'm always trying to be aware of that. And I know that that his goodness is one of the ways in our lives that he really um attracts people to him. And I mean that might seem like a real common sense obvious thing, but for me, I feel like I've been in this season if you've been listening to the show at all lately or the podcast, you can catch up on our iTunes podcast, Carlos Swanigan Ministries. Um, we have all the Scandalous Grace radio shows on there, as well as some of our other podcasts from before. And you can find us on YouTube, our YouTube channel as well. And you can watch the show because we record it every week too on YouTube. But I know in my life, I was, I was telling my assistant this morning before we came to the studio, I feel like I've been in a season maybe even you could call it a wilderness season where I've been, you know, going through a lot of hard things or really stressful things. And I've been doing shows on hope and encouragement because when I'm going through something, I know that God's always talking to me about what to talk to you guys about um, and how to help you get over the hump, just like the Holy Spirit's helping me get over the hump. But I feel like recently I've come out of that season and I can tell because first of all, the reason that conversation even happened is because my assistant, we were praying before the show and my assistant was like, uh, I can tell when something shifted because it felt like you could just go on and on praying forever. And that's just from, that's the goodness of the Lord, you know, in my life. I can, I can feel that shift. And for me, a real tangible way of that occurring, a way that that has manifested in my life, you know, in the natural in a real relatable way to you. I mean, I'm going to tell you that story today. But first, I want to read you the scripture that God put on my heart for this message today and, and for the show. And it's one you may be familiar with, or if you're new to the to the word, maybe not. But it's one of my favorites. It's Psalms 34, verse 8. Of taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. So I love that verse of oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And again, that reminds me of feasting, of eating. I love to eat. I love food. I think it's one of God's greatest gifts to us 
in the Bible, all throughout the New Testament and the Gospels, Jesus was always at some feast or some celebration. And um, they always, everything was centered around food. And I love that. And it's, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And to me, that is a um, a real tangible evidence of God's goodness. You should be able to literally experience that God is good. And we don't live in that season all the time. Like I said, we go through, I've just personally um, come out of a really rough season, a hard season where it was, man, super difficult for me to taste and see that the Lord is good. I knew from experience from the past that the Lord is good, but I didn't have anything to like hold on to in that moment that was making me feel like my life was super awesome at that time, you know? So I was relying on his past goodness, but you guys, when, when you get a fresh taste of his goodness, when you eat some fresh bread, that's different from eating some bread. That's like three, three weeks old. That's been in your cabinet. It's all dry and stale and nasty. That's totally different than having some fresh bread. And, and to me, that's something that happens when you have a fresh interaction and the power of God's goodness in your life. So let me, it's story time. Let me tell you a little bit about what brought all this about and brought the shift in me. Um, we recently went to Mexico for my husband's birthday. We spent a week there and the ocean is for sure my, um, gosh, it's, it's, it's my soulmate. I don't know how else to describe it. It is the place where I love to go and just get with God and it recalibrates me. It resets me. It refreshes me. It, um, energizes me. And, but it like does a physical thing to me as well. I don't know how to put it into words. I just feel better when I'm at the ocean. And so the timing of our trip this year, like I said, we just got back the other day, but it, it came at the heels of this really tough season, a really tough year, honestly, that I've been having in my family and in my life and some health struggles that I've been going through. And so I've been doing a lot of hanging on, you know, to the past testimonies of God's goodness in my life to get through. And so this came, this trip came at the perfect time. We had been looking forward to this trip since we went last year. It had been a year since we'd been there and we found this place that we really love a small town in Mexico and, um, the ocean there, you guys, it's this place that we stay is like, right. It's a condo type place right on the beach, but the ocean is so loud and it's because right there at that part of the ocean, I think it's the sea of Cortez or something like that right there at that part of the ocean, there's like this big shelf. So the, so the water comes up and goes down and then it crashes on the beach. Like it's a violent crashing sound. Like my mom said, it sounds like two trains connecting, you know, crashing together and it's so loud. And you would think that that would be like not a good sound, but it's really beautiful. It just sounds gorgeous over and over. It's very rhythmic and wonderful and it just suits my soul. And so we were there for a whole week and I was able to get refreshed and we don't do a lot. We just hang out and, um, enjoy nature and take long walks on the beach and, and watch the sunrise. And then we get to watch the sunset and over the water. And it's just stunning. You know, the ocean has been a place in my life. I think where God has always used it to recalibrate me, you know, even since I was super, super young, but, um, this time, especially I needed this. I needed his goodness in my life. I needed to be reset and recalibrated. And, um, it reminds me of the verse in Psalms 145 verse nine, 
The Lord is good to all and his mercies are over all his works. And that's what this trip felt like to me. It felt like it was his mercy towards me. It was a relief. It was a break. Um, it was just the encouragement, you know, that I needed. It's, it's the, the reset that I needed. I don't know if, if you're going through something hard right now, if you're in a place where you need to reset, I'm going to pray for you about that at the end of the show, but I just want to encourage you. It's a real thing. God's goodness is legit. It is, um, it is powerful. It is powerful to reset you. And that's what happened to me this week. The rest was really good for me. That, like I said, the sound of the ocean and just, just the reset in general. And it was just a wonderful week. My parents for the first time, um, were able to come and meet us there. And that was truly an answered prayer. I loved that place when we went last year, that particular town. And, um, I thought to myself, man, I would love for my parents to see this. I would love for them to get to experience this. They had never been to Mexico and I really wanted, my mom has a love for the ocean. Like I do, you know, she raised us, taking us to the beach every year down in Alabama and Gulf shores. And that's just always been in our family, kind of a tradition to go to the beach once a year, if we could more if possible, but it definitely, we would save up and try to go once a year. And so my parents were able to meet us there later in the week and share a few days there with us. And it was wonderful. And I was just laying in bed the last night we were there and just kind of talking out loud to the Lord, thanking him for the week and just thanking him for the peace and the, and the reset and the, just the joy restored, honestly, and the wonderful time I'd had with my parents. And when I got to that part of my conversation with the Lord, my husband was laying next to me in bed and he said, do you remember when we were here a year ago? And I was like, yeah. And he said, you prayed and asked the Lord to make a way for you to bring your parents here. And now he's done it. They're here. You know, they're in the next room. And I was like, wow, you're right. You know, God is so good, you guys. And just that reminder of that whole year passing out, completely forgot, honestly, that I had prayed that until John reminded me. And I was like, wow, that just stirred me up to have hope for the, all the other things that I've prayed and asked God for. The things I've forgotten about, God hasn't forgotten about. Like, I didn't even remember that prayer. And he totally did it. And not only did he do it, but we had a wonderful time. The weather was great. The food was great. You know, the place we stayed was awesome. Like everything was great. And it was his goodness. And I was just at a place, you guys, where I needed that. I needed to taste and see that the Lord was good. I knew it from experience. I knew it from the word. I knew it spiritually. But there comes a time in our lives. You know what I'm talking about? You may be in that place today where you need some kind of manifestation of God's goodness in your life. And I'm going to pray that for you today. But um, another scripture that reminds me of God's goodness is first Chronicles 16, 34. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his loving kindness lasts forever. His loving kindness is everlasting. And I love that verse too. I mean, that's such a good one. Um, sometimes we just need his goodness. Like I did in my life to give us that fresh strength. And that fresh hope. I mean, I found myself just within a, gosh, not even 24 hours of being there. I was like singing out loud again. You know how, when you're in a good mood, you walk around the house and you're humming or you're singing or something. And I kept catching myself singing that song from my childhood. Actually, I don't know if you guys went to like vacation Bible school or you grew up going to church camp or if your kids are, are young now and, and you know this song, but 
it's a song, God is so good. Do you remember that? It's like, God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. And I, I was, I caught myself singing that a lot since I went while I was there. And even now when I've gotten home and even when I was preparing the notes, um, to talk to you guys today, that song just kept playing in my head over and over. And it's just true. God is good. He's good to us. Even when we can't see it, even when it doesn't feel like it. But what I want to say to you today is, but when it does feel like it, when it is obvious, like it was for me last week, listening to the ocean, sitting there watching the sunrise very early in the morning, we need those times with the Lord too, you know, and he doesn't hold that against us. He's not, he's not up there like mad and frustrated because we need some fresh encouragement or we need to see a display of his goodness, you know, for you, it might be as simple as the fact that you feel good enough to get out of bed that day and see the sunrise, you know, that he's strengthening your body. Maybe you've been really going through some health issues and, and you can see his goodness in the sunrise or you can hear his goodness in the birds in the morning as they're singing to him, you know, and just worshiping and making all their little tweeting sounds. Maybe that's what you need to see his goodness. He'll display his goodness to you. He will, because he is good. You know, I said over the years that being at the beach is the place that God has used repeatedly, you know, in my own life to show me his goodness. And there's one time in particular that, that I was thinking about this morning to share with you guys um, when I was prepping to come and record the show. And um, several years ago, after John and I were married, I wanted to get pregnant. I We wanted to have kids, and I was excited. And um, we started trying to have more kids. I had my son, Zachary, from a previous marriage, and, and John and I wanted more kids together. And I got really excited when, when I got pregnant fairly quickly. And I told everybody and I was so excited about it. And then, you know, 12 weeks into it, I found out that there was no heartbeat and that they were going to have to put me in the hospital and do the procedure, um, you know, to terminate the pregnancy, the DNC and all that. If you've been through that, if you're a woman that's been through that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's, that's such a traumatic experience. And if you're a man who's been through it with your wife, you know, emotionally how, how, how tough that is. And it was especially hard for me because I felt totally shocked. I had, it never occurred to me that I might lose the baby. I'd had a successful, um, pregnancy and, and delivery with my son, Zachary. And it just didn't occur to me that, that this pregnancy may not, may not happen, you know, that I may have a miscarriage and that's exactly what happened. And it just caught me off guard and I was totally in shock and I went into a deep depression, um, like almost what I would call, I feel like I had probably an emotional breakdown because I wouldn't leave the house. I didn't want to eat. I was super discouraged. I, I was definitely displaying signs of shock and, you know, depression for sure. And after several weeks of this, my husband called my mom and he's like, you know, she's not getting better. I'm really worried about her. And my mom's like, pack her things, bring her down to the beach bring her to the ocean, bring her to the beach, bring her down to Gulf Shores. And that's what we did. My mom got a condo and we met my family from Denver. We were in Denver. We met my family from Mississippi. They met us in Alabama. My mom got a condo on the beach and we spent a week there. And that whole week was about recovery for me. It was about being around my family, my people that love me and were caring for me and could speak life and truth and hope to me again. But, um, 
here in the ocean, you guys, just recalibrating, reconnecting with that. And on the last day we were there before we had to pack and leave, I woke up that morning. We had the sliding glass doors open on the balcony and I could hear the waves crashing. I could hear the ocean and I was just laying in bed and I totally had what I would call probably, I don't know, an open vision. I wasn't dreaming. You know, it was like it was happening in real time. I don't know how else to word it, not to to be like hokey and weird, but it was very real to me. And it was, it was this vision of me sitting in a doctor's office holding a healthy baby. And, you know, there were some more details to the dream or the vision that God gave me, but the gist of it was, I knew that I was going to be pregnant again and have a healthy baby, whatever that looked like. I knew that was going to happen again for me one way or the other. And that broke all that fear and hopelessness off of me where the enemy had tried to come in and lie to me and say, you can't get pregnant anymore. You know, you're going to keep having miscarriages. You're not going to have another successful pregnancy. Zachary's the only natural child you're ever going to have. All those lies had snuck in, you know, and that broke all of it off. It gave me fresh hope and fresh encouragement. And it was that just the goodness of God in that moment for me that gave me the strength to come back and believe him again for future children. And again, he did all of that down at the beach, my special place. It's like I said, it's always been a place where God has moved in my life and brought me healing and recovery and rest. And so I got to see his goodness in that moment of giving me that hope. And I came home and sure enough, um, within a few months, John and I were pregnant again. And, and I had Evan Michael, who's now 15 and a half years old, teenager driving me up the wall like teenagers do. But I'm so grateful for the blessing, you know, and I, and I don't know, you guys, I was in a big place of hopelessness, if not for God's goodness in that moment, giving me that vision of future children. I don't know. I don't know how that would have gone for me. I was I was pretty, pretty discouraged and in a lot of pain. So his goodness is something that is a tangible blessing and something in our lives that we absolutely need. Um, Psalms 27 verse 13 is the verse that comes to me about that whole story. I would have despaired unless I'd believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And that's what was going on with me. I was in a place of deep, dark despair. I was in a, a, a kind of wilderness that I've never been in before and never been in since and never want to be in again. You know what I'm talking about? Um, this year that I just went through was a tough one. It felt like a lot of, you know, battling and believing God and standing on his goodness. But that, that was a whole nother ball of wax that I was going through back then when I had that miscarriage. So I would have despaired unless I believed I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You guys, his goodness is powerful. It is powerful. It's powerful in our lives. And I'll tell you what, whenever I tell that story about my miscarriage and God coming to me in that vision and um, him healing me of that discouragement from the miscarriage, whenever I tell that story at an event or when I'm doing speaking at an event or doing ministry, it brings hope and encouragement and healing to other people that have gone through that story. You know, that's the power of our testimony that we talk about on the show all the time. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the power of our testimony, but it is that goodness of God. That's contagious. You guys, it, um, people start having hope when they hear how God's been good in your life. And you share that with them. It is seriously, it is that contagious fire. That's what that is. It just sets the world on fire for him and it draws people to him. You know, that verse, it's the goodness of God that draws man to repentance 
And sometimes I feel like I think of that verse, like, you know, people are out there doing really bad things, you know, and God does something or says some kind of scripture to them through another person and draws them to him. But honestly, I'm looking at that with a different perspective. Now I'm seeing that verse saying to me, it's the goodness of God that draws man to repentance. It's people just out there that don't know him, you know, unbelievers that are lost that don't know. And they see the goodness of God either in their own lives and they can't deny that it's God or it's you out there, Joe or Jane Christian living for the Lord, doing your thing, sharing how God has been good in your life and they see how God is blessing you and how God heals you and how God delivers you and puts favor on your life, favor on your business, favor on your marriage. And they're like, wow, you know, I want some of that. And that, and that's the goodness of God that also draws them to repent and recognize that they need Jesus in their life. They need their savior. They need to be rescued just like we were. So share those stories. You guys talk about God's goodness in your life, the power of God's goodness. I think we underestimate it a lot. I know I've done that in my own life many times. And, um, man, this past week really did reset me and, um, just bring me out of that place of kind of discouragement and weariness, you know, and it just boosted, it gave me that spiritual boost that I needed and it couldn't have been better timing for me, you know, another verse that I want to say to you is James one verse 17. And that's every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. And I love that verse so much. That's what, you know, my next pregnancy was with Evan. It was that gift from God. Um, and I love what I love about this verse. It says every good gift comes from him, but it also says with whom there is no variation or shifting of shadow and other translations of that say in whom there is no darkness at all. There's no darkness in God. He's all good. Like at the very beginning, when we talked about Psalms 34, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that he is good. And Psalms 107 verse one says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. There's so many good scriptures, you guys, when we're going through it and we're needing some of God's goodness in our life and we're needing to recognize that power of God's goodness where we can dig into the word and just see it there written out for us on the page. You know, I encourage you just Google um, verses on God's goodness, and I'm sure it'll give you just a list of all kinds of verses that you can read and that gets in your, that gets in your mind and in your spirit and your heart. And that'll start shifting your atmosphere, start declaring that God is good. There's power in his goodness and there's power in the word. You know that his word is alive. It tells us in Hebrews chapter four, his word is living and active, sharper than any double edged sword, discerning between soul and spirit, bone and marrow, even to the very intents of the heart. That word is alive and it will go out and do what God sent it to do. Right. It'll hit the mark every time. So speak the word out loud over yourself. One thing that I've been doing lately, I mentioned this in a previous show. I'm right in the middle of this um, new devotional by Pastor Bill Johnson out of Bethel in California. It's encountering the goodness of God, 90 daily devotionals. And it's all about the goodness of God, how to see it manifest in your life and in ways that maybe you're not noticing God's goodness. Sometimes we just need those reminders when we're going through the tough times. When we're feeling discouraged, we'll see the goodness of God. I encourage you to get this. I'm sure it's on Amazon. That's where I got it. Encountering the goodness of God, 90 daily devotionals. 
Bill Johnson is the author, and I'm loving it. I'm about a little over halfway through, and that's just how I start my day every morning. I get in the Word, and then I start doing my devotionals. And this is one that I've been doing that's really been encouraging me, and um, I encourage you as well. I want to read to you the scripture that I've been declaring out loud over myself for about, I would say, close to four or five months now. It's in the Psalms. I'm going to read it to you from the Passion Translation. It's Psalms 107. And it's let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. Here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, he's always loving and kind, and his faithful love never ends. Listen, you guys, his powerful goodness in your life is what you need, and I want to pray that for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up every listener. You know their needs. You know what they're going through. I pray that they would today, even as they're listening to the show, feel your tangible goodness, God that they would feel you come into their lives, come into their home, come into their cars, wherever they're listening or watching, Lord. They would feel your goodness, Lord. Have your way in your in their life. Bring breakthrough. Let them see the power of your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in to the show. You can find out more about us at carloswanigan.com. We love you so much. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan. Please go to carloswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries' resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carloswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.